0: what is up guys welcome to another episode of wrestling world as always i'm your host austin boyer we have an exciting episode for you tonight but before we get into tonight's episode a few quick podcast shout outs as always all right guys first check out the cult film companion podcast the manic pixie weirdo podcast the fan in the van podcast the crime divers podcast the Sense of Shelf podcast hosted by John Wesley. The Two Mexicans One Mike podcast. The Heel Truth. The South Bridge podcast. Your Daily Writing Habit. The I Seen It podcast. The Fandalorians. The Hashin' It Out podcast. The Geek Gauntlet podcast. The Augusto All Elite podcast. The Smoker's Lounge Premium 6 podcast. Kimi's Tea of the Day. 8750 podcast hosted by Yeti Yeef. The Air Quote wall podcast. The Dirty Hills podcast. The Suns and Shadows podcast. DKing with the Boys podcast. The I Cream You Scream for Movies podcast. Two Men, No Hope. Check out the Story of My Pet podcast. Tea with Mike, The Modern Northern Man Saga. The Stench of Adventure if you're into spooky stuff, check out the Haunted Tales podcast, the Quad Pro Quo podcast, the Films and Firm Nation podcast, Canary P.I. podcast, Blog Access One-on-One, What We Just Watch podcast, what are your thoughts on this podcast, and last but not least, guys, check out Bull Talk by Joe and the Mr. Gentleman's podcast. All these podcasts can be found on Spotify, Anchor, Apple, and wherever you stream your podcast. So be sure to check them out. All right, guys. Like I said, we have an exciting episode. Because tonight, we're going to talk about Bray Wyatt and the possibility of a Wyatt family reunion. Now, we've been talking about Bray Wyatt for months. On whether we know where he's going to go or we don't know. Because right now, nobody knows. And we've made guesses about where he's going to go. And we've heard reports about maybe him possibly returning to WWE. And, you know, we've been hearing things 24-7 about Bray Wyatt. We've heard, you know, he's... Getting an offer from this company. He could be coming to WWE soon. He should be at Clash to Castle. We've heard everything and nothing has happened. But yet he continues to tease. He continues to tease that he's coming back. Zero news reported today that it is likely Bray Wyatt will return to WWE and that it is that it is a if instead of a when. And that Bray Wyatt, when he returns, it won't be on Raw or SmackDown. It'll be a big secret. Meaning that we won't know when he returns. It's probably going to be out of the blue. And it makes sense because Bray Wyatt is a big star. Bray Wyatt is a top talent. Bray Wyatt is somebody that should be a kept secret. Because he is such a big star and the fans have been waiting so long for his return. And if Bray Wyatt returns, then this would be big news for WWE. Because he was a top star in the company when he was in WWE before. As the Fiend and the Funhouse version of Bray Wyatt. One of the top merchandise sellers and everything. This news by Zero News that came out today. Now, you know me. I'm not really big on news reports. I'm not big on the latest dirt sheets. I'm not big on any of that. Because you really don't know what's going to happen until it happens. A lot of these writers write these reports just to get people to listen. Just to get people talking. And it turns out not to be true. Like so many... Reported that Bray Wyatt was supposed to return at Clash to Castle. And yes, I'm not big on reports, but I will say this. Zero News has been credible. Yes, he took a few L's at Clash to Castle. But for the most part, he's been very credible. And not only that, but Sportskeeda actually, you know, said the same thing. Right after him. And Sportskeeda to me is pretty credible. And I can't say that about a lot of sources nowadays. And I'm sure you can't either. If you're a fan of pro wrestling. Because a lot of what we see. Happen is not true. A lot of what we hear happen. Does not happen. There's a few sources that I'll, I'll actually go by. And while a lot of people are talking about zero news right now. I find him credible because he, he's predicted a lot of things that have, have been happening. And for the most part, he's been honest. He has told the truth. And Zero News was very, um, you know, he was responsible. He took responsibility, taking an L. He said, you know, I, t- I took some losses at Clashed Castle A lot of his predictions didn't come true, but they were responsible enough and man enough to admit it, that they took some L's. So what he's saying about Bray Wyatt, that he's likely to return, I'm going to stick with zero news and say it could happen. And if zero news is wrong, that's fine. Because nobody honestly knows what's going to happen with Bray Wyatt. And while zero news, like many others, have predicted that Bray Wyatt could return, they've been wrong. So if zero news is wrong, he would be the first source to be wrong. Bray Wyatt is a very creative person. Bray Wyatt is the type of character you never know what's going on through his mind. You never know when he'll pop up. You never know what's going to happen. He's teasing something on Twitter, and every time he teases something on Twitter, you have to decipher it, to decipher this. It's like a puzzle putting pieces together. It's it's like I described it before. Bray Wyatt is a very complicated person. He himself is like a jigsaw puzzle. And every time he puts something on Twitter, you know, he keeps us guessing. So, you know, we don't know what's going to happen with Bray. We don't know if he'll return to WWE. We don't know if he can, re- he can go to Freddie Prince Jr.'s wrestling company. Freddie Prince Jr. started up a wrestling company, and this is rumored months ago. Okay, so now it's rumored now that Bray Wyatt has gotten an offer from this company. Whether this is true, I don't know. You know, it, it would make sense because Bray Wyatt is a, is a top star. If you're going to start a wrestling company, you've got to sign Bray Wyatt. A lot of companies probably want to get their hands on Bray Wyatt right now. It was rumored before that AEW has tried, but maybe they were unsuccessful. As AEW has signed multiple talents in the last couple of years. Former WWE talents, if that. So you've got to imagine all these companies are wanting to grab Bray Wyatt. Is it likely he could return to WWE under Triple H? Of course. Why? Because it's not Vince McMahon. There was reports a few weeks ago that Vince McMahon said some derogatory things about Bray Wyatt. and He didn't like working with Bray Wyatt. But when he was released, we were told it's budget cuts. Okay, so now everything makes sense. You know Bray Wyatt getting released is because of Vince. Vince didn't like working with him. It's whatever. They covered it up and said it's, it's it's budget cuts. Okay, so now we know the truth. Okay, but Triple H was a fan of Bray Wyatt. Triple H helped grow Bray Wyatt in, in, in NXT. So could it be possible that we get Bray Wyatt back in WWE? Yes, it's very likely. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but it is likely. And we as fans, we're getting impatient because we don't know what's going to happen. And it's our fault we're getting impatient. Because we want to see this man return so bad. That we are just getting frustrated and impatient because we love this guy. We want to see him back on TV. And it's every pay-per-view, every Raw, SmackDown, we ask ourselves, where's Bray Wyatt? You know, we come up with these own, our own theories in our heads of whether WWE is teasing us about his return. Or, you know, we see people make, make up stuff on Twitter in their own minds. And I get it, you know, so it makes sense if if Triple H is going to make this a big surprise. He wants to do it when people are least expecting it. And while I say yes, it's more likely he'll return, I can back that up because Braun Strowman just returned a week ago. And this is a man who went off and started his own wrestling company, Control Your Narrative, with EC3. Now, as I don't know what's going to happen with that... All I know is that the monster among men is back, shockingly back, because he was released during the pandemic as well, much like Bray Wyatt. But this isn't just the monster among men, this is Bray Wyatt's former tag team partner. Braun Strowman was a part of the stable with the Wyatt family, along with Eric Rowan, Bray Wyatt, and the late Luke Harper, also known as Brody Lee also known as John Huber. So when I say it is likely for Bray Wyatt to return, it is likely because Braun Strowman is back. And it has been rumored that Braun Strowman is going to the blue blue brand, SmackDown. And they are looking for people to take out Roman Reigns. Now, if you remember, during... At the end of Bray Wyatt's run in WWE, Roman Reigns returned. There was a triple threat match. Strowman, Wyatt, and Reigns. Reigns won. He pinned Strowman, you know, took the the strap off the fiend, and that was it. So could it be a possibility that they run this back? Could Strowman face Roman Reigns? Could Bray Wyatt get involved as the Fiend? Could he get involved in this match and insert himself into this match, into this storyline, and be the one to face Roman? And then maybe they could have another triple threat match. They could run this whole thing back. It would make sense. And the fact that they're putting Strowman on the blue brand makes me think... They have something planned at any given time, you know, because Triple H said, you know, he likes to keep it a big secret, so it makes sense. Everything makes sense. I feel like they have something planned, and if they don't, that's fine because we have to be patient. We have to wait, and while I hate waiting just as much as you guys do, I don't want to expect Bray Wyatt to return. I don't want to read all the reports saying he's returning this pay-per-view because that ruins everything. I want to be surprised. Just like they gave away Braun Strowman's return before it even happened. Just like everybody knew Cody was gonna return before it happened. We heard Johnny Gargano was gonna return, but we weren't sure. And then he surprised us out of nowhere. So that's what we want. We want to be surprised. We don't want to hear about it before it happens. So if he returns, I know it's going to be a surprise, but I feel like WWE has something planned. They have something in store. They're, they're trying to tell a story. They want to bring Bray Wyatt back at the right time and the right storyline. You can't just throw Bray Wyatt in with somebody. They're going to do it when you least expect it. Triple H being as creative as he is, He's going to throw us a curveball. So with Braun Strowman returning and Bray Wyatt teasing everything, there's something in place. But he's not the only person teasing something. Eric Rowan has also been putting things on Twitter. Some type of vignette, some type of cage. And if, like it was a video or something. It was a cage or something. Check it out. I, like, I, I can't even honestly describe it but they're teasing something, all three of them, Stroman, Wyatt, and Eric Rowan. They are teasing a reunion. So could it be possible that we get all three Wyatt family members back? Of course. It's very possible. Why? Because it's under Triple H. Triple H is fixing all of Vince's mistakes. He's righting all of Vince's wrongs, and he's fixing them. Braun Strowman returning to WWE under Vince McMahon would probably have never happened. The fact that Strowman left WWE and started his own wrestling company, Control Your Narrative, just to go back to WWE a few short months later is insane. That shows that these talents want to work with Triple H. Because like I said, this would never happen under Vince McMahon. Strowman left his own wrestling company, company to go back and work for Triple H. Because people know Triple H is creative. Look what he done with NXT. When you compare what Triple H did to NXT and how positive things were to what Vince McMahon and Bruce Richard did with NXT, it's horrible. When you look at the storylines and the bookings of WWE in the past few years under Vince McMahon and then you look at the few short weeks that Triple H has ran things in just weeks it's insane Triple H has done so many positive things for the product because he cares about the product not saying Vince doesn't but when I say it's Vince's time to retire maybe it is and yes maybe it's true Vince maybe has a lost touch So, you know, Triple H is in talks to bring Sasha Banks back. You know, Triple H has brought Dexter Loomis back, somebody that was released. When I say he's doing the right things for the product, he is. And bringing one of your top characters back, like Bray Wyatt, would be the smart move. Because, like I said, he was one of the top merchandise sellers. He was a popular character. And many fans like myself were brokenhearted because he got released. Because that never should have happened. And then they want to lie and say it's budget cuts and made it 10 times worse. But things are much different now. We have Triple H. And with Strowman returning, that, that plants the seeds for a Wyatt family reunion. And the fact that they are teasing something, teasing something big, teasing something that possibly could happen, makes me think. That we could get a Wyatt family reunion. Because look at the story. Strowman has history with Bray Wyatt. Strowman has history with Roman Reigns. So they could definitely run this back. Roman Reigns took the strap off Bray Wyatt. And that was the end of basically Bray Wyatt there. He, he was in a storyline with Randy Orton for a couple months. And then he was gone. But The Fiend's character is all about getting revenge. Getting even. And what perfect time to have Bray Wyatt return than to attack Reigns during a Strowman and Reigns program. Because that definitely seems like like they're, they're, they're leading towards that. Because Strowman has beaten Brock Lesnar. Strowman, not, not, I mean Roman. Roman has beaten Brock Lesnar. Roman has beaten... A lot of guys, Seth Rollins, John Cena, Brock Lesnar again, you know, <laughs> a lot of names. Adding Stroman to that list would, would be cool. But then they could run it back with The Fiend, you know, there, there, there's so much they could do with this. You know, I think obviously we're going to get Cross versus uh, McIntyre. They're teasing that. I feel like we'll get Strowman versus Reigns at Extreme Rules. I'm excited for that, if that's the way they're going. Um, but it definitely seems like it. It definitely seems like Strowman is going towards the Blue Brand SmackDown, and that was set up Reigns versus Strowman. The Fiend could potentially get involved. It's a possibility. And then maybe they could bring in Eric Rowan as well, and we could have a Wyatt family reunion because the fans have been wanting it. And here lately, Triple H has been giving the fans what they want to see, and that definitely seems like that's what he's wanting to do. Because during Vince McMahon taking over, when he took over the company, you know, when he was, you know, writing things and he, you know, he was he was creative and you could tell he was pulling the strings The product was stale. The fans weren't getting what they want. And you could tell they weren't satisfied. Okay, now Triple H is taking over. Now Triple H is running the storylines, booking the matches, and the product is so much better. And it's crazy to say that because if Vince McMahon was still running things, we wouldn't be saying that. So I definitely feel like there's a Wyatt family reunion down the road, because the fans, like I said, they've just, they just been wanting it. I want it. You know I want to see the Wyatt family return. Now obviously, we're not going to get Lou Harper, but he's with them in spirit. And I think a Wyatt family reunion would mean more now, because one, all these guys were released. And bringing them back would mean much more to the fans. And two, bringing the Wyatt family back would be kind of like a tribute to Luke Harper. Who was a, a great member of the Wyatt family. So them doing this would be a... Tribute to Luke Harper, in a way, I think. But that's just my opinion. I don't know. What do you guys think? What are your thoughts? Could it be possible? You know, I I think that I I think that a white family reunion Would be big And it would mean much more now To the fans And to all of us Should they do it? Could it be done? I definitely think so under Triple H. Mistakes were made, but they can be fixed. And that's my thoughts. Because Triple H, he wants to give these fans what they want. And let's be honest, like I said, the product has been stale for months. So getting what we want. Is a good thing. That brings the fans back. That brings the fans that they lost back. Because now they are more engaged in the storylines. Before Monday Night Raw and SmackDown. You know, under Vince McMahon, everything was predictable. Now it's like every week we're guessing. We don't know what's going to happen. Things are happening out of nowhere. And nobody knows when it's going to happen. Or who's going to appear... Or what storyline is going to happen. Nobody knows what's going to happen. And it's like a breath of fresh air. For most wrestling fans. Because we wouldn't have got this six or seven months ago. When Vince McMahon was still taking over. You can basically predict what's going to happen. The same repetitive matches week after week. It was horrible. Okay, now we're not getting that. We're getting steel cage matches. You know... We're, we're getting six-man tag matches. We're getting a Viking Raiders match. All these different types of matches now. We're not seeing the same repetitiveness we've seen months ago. So when I say the possibility of the Wyatt family coming back is likely, I believe so. Because Triple H has been throwing surprises left and right. So I wouldn't be shocked if Bray Wyatt returns and aligns himself with Braun Strowman. Not that Braun Strowman needs anybody beside him because, you know, you look at the size of Braun Strowman, he's a monster himself. Does he need Bray Wyatt? Does he need Eric Rowan? No. He could, you know, go off on a singles push of his own. They could go that route. You know, just have Braun Strowman be on his own. And make him that monster heel that he was back in the day when when he was facing Roman, feuding with Roman. Because, let's be honest, Braun Strowman didn't get the push he deserved when he rightfully should have. So they could go that route. And it would be different because, you know, like I said, Vince was taking over. Strowman should have got that push. He was one of the top heels back in the day. So, it could be likely they can go that route. You know, maybe not have Strowman align himself with Eric Rowan and Bray Wyatt, assuming they could possibly return. But knowing that's what the fans want, knowing they want a Wyatt family reunion, I think it could happen. Braun Strowman has been very open about working with Wyatt again, he even wanted him down to control your narrative. He's been asking for him. Braun Strowman is the, god, is the godfather of Bray Wyatt's kids. Or, or his son that was born. I think it's Nash, I believe. So there's definitely a friendship. So th- these two don't mind working together. You know, They're former tag team partners. They, they've had singles matches together. They're no strangers to each other, that's for sure. So anything is possible. But when it happens, we're going to be surprised. We're not going to just be, you know, expecting it. And I feel like the longer we expect things to happen, the longer we'll have to wait. Because I'm pretty sure if Triple H pays attention. He knows people are going to be asking about Bray Wyatt after every show. So he's going to do it when we least expect it. And and like I said, I feel like the longer we wait and expect it, it, it's never going to happen. It's going to happen. We just don't know when. I think the more people that quit talking about it and just let it go, the more exciting it's going to be because we won't be expecting it. I want to see him back, too, guys, but I don't want to expect it. I don't want to read the dirt sheets saying that he's going to return next week like they did with Cody Rhodes, like they did with Braun Strowman last week. You know, it's, it's, it should be unexpected. Dexter Loomis' return was pretty unexpected. Just out of nowhere, just coming out of the crowd. That's the type of surprise you want. Johnny Gargano, nobody really expected him. There was rumors that he would return. But it was never confirmed, so nobody really ever knew. So all these surprise returns is a good thing. Because it's definitely going to lead to more. Don't be surprised if Sasha Banks or Naomi return. Because for the longest time, they haven't been on Raw, either Raw or SmackDown. They're no longer women's tag team champions. And that was a Vince McMahon problem right there. He's taken his two top female competitors off of TV completely. And I have heard that Triple H has been talking to Sasha Banks about returning. Maybe there's a possible return there. Again, like I said, Triple H is fixing Vince's mistakes. So to be honest, I'm going to stick with Zero News on this one. I'm going to trust Zero News when he says that Bray Wyatt is likely to return and that it's not a if, it's not a when, but an if. So I'm going to trust Zero News. If I get let down, that's fine. Because like I said, nobody knows what's going to happen with Bray Wyatt. Every time this man speaks, every time this man tweets... It's a puzzle. It's a puzzle that nobody can figure out. And I doubt that if Bray Wyatt returns, he's going to want the dirt sheets to report it. That way, when he does return, it even be a bigger surprise because it won't, it won't be reported in Sports Keto or Ringside or Sean Ross Sapp. They won't give it away before it happens we're going to be completely shocked. Now we might hear one or two rumors that Bray Wyatt's returning. Of course, you're going to hear that all the time. But when it's not confirmed and you have no idea what's going to happen, that's when it's, that's when it's it's exciting because it's the least it's expecting. Could it happen at Extreme Rules next month? I don't know. Could it happen at Raw or SmackDown randomly? I don't know. Could they tease it? I doubt it, because they didn't tease Gargano returning, they didn't tease Dexter Lumis returning, and nobody expected that. So don't be surprised if we hear the lights go out randomly and Bray Wyatt appear in the ring, because it could definitely happen. But we'll just have to wait and see, guys. But I definitely feel like there's a Wyatt family reunion coming, regardless if it's WWE or somewhere else. Um, they're teasing something. They're keeping us on our toes. And I'm excited. I hope you guys are, too. But be sure, guys, to check out all the podcasts that I listed in the beginning of this episode. They're all great shows. I also have a good pods group on Twitter where I give shout-outs to my friend's on Good Pods, and I listen to their podcast as well. If you haven't heard about Good Pods, Good Pods is a podcasting app. It's basically like a podcasting library for podcasters and podcast listeners. And it's a great app. Go check it out. But I'm on Good Pods as well, so definitely check out my podcast and many others that I listed in, in the beginning of this episode. And follow me at Austin austinbullier twenty five. My Twitter handle is Bray Wyatt Fan 24, so please give me a follow, and feel free to direct message me on Twitter, and maybe we'll talk some wrestling or something, because I like to know your opinions, I like to know what you guys think about the current storylines or the current product, you guys, opinions, you guys mean more to me than anything, your opinions matter. And I like to talk about. I like to talk to fans about their opinions on what they think. I think the more people that I can talk to about wrestling, the better. And I'd like to get more fans on my podcast as well. That's why I say, direct message me. Again, that's Austin Boyer twenty-five. So let's let's link up and connect. You know, let's let's talk about wrestling. But yes, guys, you know, check all those podcasts out and I hope you guys have a blessed day. I will see you guys next Monday for a new episode. Who knows what we're going to talk about? I don't know. There's a lot of drama with AEW going on right now. There's some stuff going on at WWE, a lot of positive things, though. And there's there's so much to talk about, but, you know, we'll always have something to talk about. But be sure to check me every Monday for a new episode. Have a good day, guys. God bless and good night. What is up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Wrestling World. As always, I'm your host, Austin Boyer. We have a very exciting episode tonight because we have a lot to talk about. I also have a new sponsor I want you guys to check out. And I'm very happy to be sponsored ...by this app. So I'm pretty excited. But before we get into any of that... ...as always, a few quick... ...podcast shoutouts. Alright guys. Check out the Cult Film Companion Podcast... ...the Manic Pixie Weirdo Podcast... ...the Fan in the Van Podcast... ...the Crime Divers Podcast... ...the Sense of Shelf Podcast... ...the Two Mexicans and One Mike Podcast... The Heal Truth The Kung Fu Review Your Daily Writing Habit With Christine Check out the I Seen It Podcast The Fandalorians Hashing It Out Podcast The Geek Gauntlet Podcast Augusta All Elite Podcast Smoker's Lounge Premium 6 Podcast Kimi's Tea of the Day podcast hosted by Yeti Eve. The Air Quote All podcast. The Dirty Heels podcast. The Decaying with the Boys podcast. The Suns and Shadows podcast. The I Scream, You Scream for Movies podcast. Two Men, No Hope podcast. The Story of My Pet the Haunted Tales Podcast, Quad Pro Quo Podcast, Films and Firm Nation Podcast, Blog Access One-on-One Podcast, and last but not least, guys, check out Bold Talk by Joe in the Mr. Gentleman's Podcast, hosted by Ken. All those podcasts can be found on Spotify, Anchor, Apple, and wherever you stream your podcast. They're all great shows, guys. Check them out. All right, guys, we have a lot to talk about. Okay, so today, we are going to talk about whether Austin Theory is going to successfully cash in. Do you think it will happen? Now, WWE, they have been teasing this for weeks. Months, you know, that Theory is going to cash in. We've seen him get involved and made events between Roman Reigns. And we've seen him on Monday Night Raw week after week with the briefcase. But the question is, when will he cash in and will he do it successfully? My answer, to be quite honest with you, I think he will cash in, of course. But I don't think it will successfully happen. Why? Why? Because as I've said in the past, Austin Theory is a Vince McMahon idea. He is a Vince McMahon guy, okay? Not saying he's not a Triple H guy. Not saying that Triple H doesn't see potential in Austin Theory. But when you look at the title picture right now, and you look at who is real champion... You look at the top contenders to face Roman Reigns. I don't think Austin Theory fits in there. Okay, we got Drew McIntyre. Brock Lesnar. Okay, we could be having Bobby Lashley soon. Maybe Johnny Gargano, who I'll talk about here in a second. Cody Rhodes, Randy Orton, you know, guys like that who could potentially be the ones to beat Roman. If I'm going to pick anybody right now to beat Roman Reigns, it would be Drew McIntyre or Karrion Cross. But rumors suggest that Roman Reigns could potentially hold on to those titles until next year's Wrestlemania and if that happens okay there's nothing we can do about it but I see that as bad booking from WWE because if Roman Reigns is going to become a part time talent then the fans are going to get more tired because they already are not saying, we're not, tar- not saying we're tired of Roman Reigns. But the fact that you kind of know what's going to happen every time he's in a match. You know the outcome. Yes, there's more options for him to face with the, ret- with the returns of Karrion Cross and Cody Rhodes and everyone else, Johnny Gargano. But, you know, we, we can kind of predict the outcome. So if that is in fact... WWE's plan you know it's gonna it's gonna hurt going forward I think the fans will get tired and they will voice their opinion as they always do now again where does Austin Theory fit in all of this and all the likely contenders that I just listed just a second ago, do you see Austin Theory beating Roman Reigns? I sure don't. You know, um, like I said, Austin Theory was a Vince man thing. It was a terrible decision. Not saying Austin Theory won't be a WWE champion in the future. Not saying he's not talented. But now is not the time. Now, I don't know WWE's plan. But I could think of a few names way more deserving than Austin Theory right now. I get that WWE wants to build new stars. But to put Austin Theory in the title picture this early... I think is a bad decision because he hasn't been on the main roster for very long. And when I say that there's more people deserving than Austin Theory, I'm talking about the names I just listed earlier. Drew McIntyre, who didn't have a great run during the pandemic era. So I think he is one that should be first in line to face Roman and successfully beat Roman. Okay, Kerry Cross. Somebody who was released because of the pandemic. Now he's back and the crowd loves him. You know, he's he's a good heel. WWE they they need a good heel. Now, of course Roman is a heel, so I don't see them doing heel versus heel. Obviously, Carrion uh, Cross is facing Drew McIntyre, but I'm not talking about you know Cross versus Reigns now. Maybe somewhere down the line, I have heard rumors that they want to turn Reigns a baby face, which I don't know if it's true. That's just a rumor, but that's what I'm hearing. And this could be to put Carrion Cross in the title picture to face Roman. Who knows what direction they're going to go? Right now, it looks like Karrion Cross versus McIntyre is the plan for later. It looks like Roman Reigns versus Logan Paul is uh, the plan for now, which obviously I think is a terrible idea, but who knows. But I will say Karrion Cross is a deserving candidate to face Roman or to become a future champion. Another name, Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley because Bobby Lashley is another one who didn't really get a decent title run. He had a few title defenses, but he hasn't had a decent run. Now, Bobby Lashley's built. Bobby Lashley is insanely strong. He's talented. He's athletic. If anybody is going to beat Roman Reigns if there was any likely booking decision to beat Roman other than Brock Lesnar. If I'm going to draw names out of the hat or if I'm going to pick two candidates to beat Roman Reigns, it would be Brock Lesnar or Bobby Lashley, two dominant people, because if you're going to have the champion lose, have them lose to somebody strong like Lesnar or Lashley, somebody likely to beat the hell out of Roman. That's the way you book it. Or book it somebody like McIntyre who deserves it. That's why I say Bobby Lashley because he is built. He is strong. He is more deserving than somebody like Brock Lesnar. He's more deserving than somebody like Austin Theory. Yes, he's United States champion right now. That's good. But I feel he should have another title run. He's up there in age but he's in shape. He doesn't move like he's in his 40s. The guy's physique is amazing at his age. I don't mind their booking of Bobby Lashley, but I feel like he should be booked more dominant. He's booked dominant now, don't get me wrong. But when I look at Bobby Lashley's booking when he was in TNA Impact, when he was the real champion, he was being booked as a heel. And he went through the entire roster. He had several title defenses, several matches against Eddie Edwards. And he was booked like a monster. He was booked like the top heel in the company. And that's the way he should be booked in WWE. If they ever decide to take the title off Roman, they should put it on somebody like Bobby Lashley. If not Bobby Lashley, then McIntyre. If not McIntyre, then Karrion Cross. But there's several other names that I could think of besides those three that are more deserving. Randy Orton, another one. Now, everybody wants to see Randy Orton as a real champion. Again, I believe he's a 14-time world champion. I think that's right. Correct me if I'm wrong. Now, he's injured. He's out with an injury. We don't know when he'll return. Um, as far as I read, his injury is a lot worse than we thought. I don't know. But I would love to see Randy Orton become a 16-time world champion or beat Ric Flair's record. If, somebody, if anybody's going to beat Ric Flair's record, it should be Randy Orton. Now, you know, Cody Rhodes is another one. Cody Rhodes, out with injury. The plan was, I believe the plan was, was for Cody to win this year's Royal Rumble, maybe, if he returns and face Roman. I've heard that was the plan. I don't know if that's entirely true. But it's hard not to believe that Cody would be booked as one of the top contenders to face Roman, being that when he was on Monday Night Raw... He was a pretty big deal. If Cody Rhodes was here right now and wrestling, there's a good chance he could already be in the title picture, if not for that injury. I don't know. Because he was facing Seth Rollins at the time, but that was a couple months ago, and I'm pretty sure that feud would be done with. Now, when Cody Rhodes returns, I'm sure, you know, he'll resume his feud with Seth Rollins being Seth Rollins is the one that took him out and that was basically to take him off of TV for the injury we all knew he wasn't going to return Um, we all knew he was injured but Seth Rollins taking him out and we furthers the feud and that will uh, that will happen when Cody Rhodes returns now as for what he does after he faces Seth Rollins I would say he's in the title picture but I don't know I mean, I'm i not the booker so that's just that's several you know just a few names that I could think of to face Roman and to beat Roman and that's just off the top of my head I'm sure there's more I could think of but you get what I'm saying here I don't know if Austin Theory is going to cash in successfully. I do know at some point he'll cash in. I just don't know when. Now, there's always, you know, another option. Johnny Gargano, who I mentioned earlier, who could probably be the one to take the briefcase off of theory, Austin Theory. If WWE ever decided to do that, it would make more sense. Johnny Gargano obviously is well liked with the fans. He's talented. I like the gimmick. It's it's pretty cool. Picturing theory, like as a double champion just wouldn't make sense to me. Picturing Theory as a universal champion just doesn't make sense to me. Even if they were to split the titles, have Roman, have one, and then Austin Theory, have the other, it still wouldn't make sense. And honestly, that's the way they needed to do it. They need to, you know, split the titles. If they're going to ever do that. You know, whoever faces Roman next, obviously it's Logan Paul, but, you know, Roman's going to go over, obviously. And then we'll probably get McIntyre versus Roman again. Or Carrion Cross versus Roman. Who knows? You know, because they, they've teased that too. But like I said, Carrion Cross is a heel. Roman's a heel. So I don't know what they'll do there. They'll do heel versus heel, which I highly doubt because they never do. But anything could happen. It's WWE, it's Triple H's creativity. You know, he's running things. Anything could happen. So we could get that. You know, I don't. I don't know, guys. You know, I'm not. I'm not booking this, but Austin Theory is real champion. It just doesn't fly with me. I feel like this was a bad decision in the beginning. Um, much like last year, you know, when uh, Otis won the Money in the Bank ladder match. And it definitely seemed like they had no idea what to do with Otis, you know. I I think they had Otis booked as a Money in the Bank contract holder just for the entertainment. But they, I think that they had no no further plans other than that. Because much like Austin Theory, do you see uh, Otis beating the likes of Roman Reigns? Do you see Otis beating the likes of Brock Lesnar, Randy Orton? You know, maybe if he wasn't booked. Like, he is now at the Alpha Academy and maybe taken more seriously, had a more serious role than maybe. You know, maybe that's what it is with theory. Maybe, maybe his gimmick is the reason why I don't see how it could work. I'm not saying Austin Theory is just not a good heel. I just think they're pushing him way too soon and they have no idea what they do. Now, it's obvious, Vince, you know, Vince McMahon, that he wanted Theory to be the next breakout star. There was even rumors that he was going to be the next John Cena. I don't see that. And like I said, I'm not saying Theory's not talented. But I just feel he's been pushed way too soon and way too fast. When you have a roster fully deserving of facing Roman and being a real champion. There's so many options they could do, um, and many of those options I just listed. But what are your thoughts on theory, guys? Do you think he should be a real champion? Do you think he will successfully cash in? I don't think he will. I think what WWE will do, I think they will have Gargano take that briefcase away from Theory and that's that'll be what happens Gargano you know faces Roman or you know Theory can get involved in one of Roman's matches and cash in and successfully you know win it but with the rumors going on that Roman could potentially hold the titles until Wrestlemania next year and face The Rock for the titles who knows what's going to happen and that's a year away, so if that's true, then we have a lot of waiting to do. We're going to see Roman as a champion for a very long time. But, you know, like I said, guys, I'm not the booker. Um, right now they have Logan Paul facing Roman Reigns, and I think that's a horrible decision. A lot, some people are for it. You know, I'm seeing mixed, mixed reviews on Twitter about this. I get that Logan Paul is this YouTube sensation. I get that he, you know, is big with the younger crowd with YouTube and, and you know, the kids on YouTube and, and kids look up to him, I get that. But when you have a roster, a whole talent full of your Bobby Lashley's, full of your Randy Ortons, your Matt Riddles even or Cody Rhodes, you know, guys that have been there 24-7, busting their butt to to main event, you know, pay-per-views. And then you give it to somebody like Logan Paul, who isn't even a full-time wrestler. And, and is, you know, he's had maybe one or two matches. And it's just, it's, Kinda of disrespectful. Because Logan Paul, he's been there for what in WWE for what, a month? And he's made what, two appearances since since signing with WWE? Three or four, maybe, I don't know. And now he's getting a real title shot. Rumor it's rumored, you know, it, it could happen at Crown Joel is what I'm reading. I don't know. But I think I think it's disrespectful. I think it's a bad uh, booking decision. It, it's, it's definitely uh, hurtful to the ones that bust their butt 24-7 and are there seven days a week, week after week for years and years. So I definitely think, you know, it's a bad decision. But like I said, I'm getting mixed reviews on this. Uh, some people are for it. Some people, you know, say, you know, he's he's uh, getting some new eyes to the product. You know kids love Logan Paul so you know some new kids are going to watch wrestling because Logan Paul is going to have a match against Roman you know some people are like that and then there's people like me who are saying you know this is terrible this this isn't really a good decision because Logan Paul isn't very liked uh, either the Paul brothers are very liked Jake isn't liked I don't like Jake Paul I don't I don't really care for Logan um not saying I hate the guy I just I don't care for him He's pretty decent in the ring, but for him to get a title shot over so many others is kind of ridiculous, and it's disrespectful. But that's my opinion. Um, And they are trying so hard to get Logan Paul over, and it's not working. Um, Paul Heyman pretty much trashed Logan Paul on the mic, and it seems like no matter what they do, it's not working. But that's just my opinion. I think it's a bad booking decision, but oh well. All right, guys, I want to tell you guys about this new app. Um, I picked up a new sponsor, so be sure to listen to this. All right, Newsly is an all-in-one audio super app for iOS and Android. It picks up the most trending articles on the web on topics you choose at any given moment and reads it to you in a natural human voice. The entire web becomes listenable for the first time all in one place. Browse articles from topics you choose and start playing and start listening. You can follow any topic, as specific as you like, from sports, tech, business, science, Bitcoin, or even the Kardashian. It will find you the latest articles and read them to you aloud. And they even have podcasts as well. Explore trending podcasts from over 80 countries, and and the Newsly podcast is there too. I started using it as my default podcast app. They even have digital radio. Download and use Newsly for free now from www.newsly.me or from the link in the description. And use promo code WRESTLINGWOE. That's W-R-E-S-T-L-I-N-G-W-O and receive a one-month free premium subscription. So guys, please check out the Newsly app and use the promo code WRESTLINGWO. That's W-R-E-S-T-L-I-N-G-W-O. And if you do this, you'll receive a one month free premium subscription to Newsly. I'd like to also give a big thank you to the Newsly um, app for um, getting in touch with me. So, big thank you to them. But, anyways, guys, back to what I was talking about Logan Paul. Not a great decision. You know, I I don't like this idea. From from the matches I've seen with Logan Paul, he's talented. I will give him that. And to be honest, I'd rather have Logan Paul than Jake Paul. Because while I don't care for Logan Paul as much, you know, but I will say I can stand him a little more than I can his brother. I can't stand Jake Paul, but I can tolerate Logan, and that's not saying a lot because nobody likes the Paul brothers. You got to give them credit where it's due. You know they have made a successful living off of YouTube. They know how to promote. They know how to make money they know how to sell tickets. I will give them that. they're smart. but in my opinion, I think they are overhyped and very overrated. You know, um, Jake hasn't thought a boxer. He's fighting Anderson Silva. Much like Paul Heyman said on SmackDown. And then you have Logan. And Logan's on the mic on SmackDown talking about how he fought Floyd Mayweather. You know, they're, they're trying so hard to get Logan over as a babyface right now. When they should have had Logan come in as a heel. Much like they did at WrestleMania when he was partnering with The Miz. Why they are trying to get him over as a babyface, I don't understand. Because this guy is hated. I I think no matter what they can do, he he is going to be hated. Yes, he has ring skills. And hopefully that could be enough to get him over as a babyface. If he goes in there and proves himself... But you've seen the way he's treated outside of WWE. You see the way him and his brother are treated. So it, it's, it's very hard for me to see Logan Paul getting over. Just by skill alone. Because in professional wrestling you could be the greatest wrestler in the world. And still get booed by the fans. Much like John Cena. You know John Cena, 16-time world champion. Tying Ric Flair's record. He's known as one of the greatest of all time. And still he gets booed. Not everybody likes him. Roman Reigns in the beginning when he was booked as a babyface. Shoved down our throats. And now he is a heel and everybody loves him. But even he was booed out of the arenas before he, he became who he was the fans didn't like him and Roman Reigns I will say is talented he can put a good match on there's no doubt and, and you know, that, that's, that's my opinion so I don't, I don't know how they will get Logan over hopefully they can figure it out Um, I would much rather see him as a heel. I think it would make more sense to try and get him over as a babyface. It's gonna be tough, but it could possibly work. You know, I'm not. I'm not saying it, it won't happen. I'm not saying it can't happen. It's just going to be a long road to get this guy over, and having him face Roman Reigns for the title is not one of them that is a bad booking decision, and it's going to hurt Logan Paul down the road if they do this. Much like when they had Roman Reigns defeat The Undertaker at WrestleMania, that only made Roman Reigns look worse is a baby face. And that's when fans began to turn on Roman. You know, fans were booing Roman before that. But once Roman beat Taker at WrestleMania... That's when things got worse. That's when the hills were getting cheered when they fought Roman. And Roman was getting booed. It was like every hill that faced Roman was getting cheered for, you know, because Roman Reigns was shoved down our throats. Okay, much like Austin Theory, Austin Theory shoved down our throats. Now, Logan Paul, I, I feel is going to be shoved down our throats. Now the good thing is is that Logan Paul might only show up for pay-per-view events. So we might not see Logan Paul as much as we think. And you you pretty much know Roman's going over. You know Roman if that does happen if Roman Reigns versus Logan Paul is the plan for Crown Jewel then You know, obviously Roman's going to go over. We get Roman versus whoever next, and then that'll be that. But, yeah, bad booking decision, guys. Um, I don't know. But what are your thoughts on this? Do you think Logan should be in the title picture? Do you agree with it? Do you disagree? What are your thoughts? Let me know on Twitter. Give me a follow. Austin Boyer, 25, and that's B-O-Y-E-R. Again, I'll repeat it, B-O-Y-E-R, 25, for those who can't spell my last name. Some people have trouble spelling my last name. It's a curse, but it happens. That's why I spelled it out, because it's, I tell you guys all the time to follow me, but I don't think I always, I don't, I don't think I ever told you to, to, how to spell my last name. I don't know, I don't remember at least, but you could, you can follow me now, (laughs) okay? But yeah, you know, there's, I I I don't know how to feel about this. You know, I don't like it, but maybe something can come out of this. Maybe something something can come out of this Logan Paul situation. All right, guys, I want to talk about now, I want to talk about Dominic Mysterio and his promo from Monday Night Raw. Now, at Clash of the Castle, we saw Dominic Mysterio turn heel for the first time in his WWE career. Dominic Mysterio is now a heel, turning on his father, Rey Mysterio and Edge. He low-blowed Edge, And then gave Rey Mysterio the Lariat of a Lifetime. Wasn't a shocking heel turn. It was at the moment, but we all saw it coming. Okay, so now Dominic is being booked as a heel. He cut his first promo as a heel. This past Monday on Monday Night Raw. Basically saying he was tired of being in Rey Mysterio's shadow and then he's not his little boy anymore. Now this promo to me wasn't very believable. And many other people felt that way on Twitter. Dominic Mysterio, I don't think he be, he could be taken very seriously as a heel. He just he just doesn't look believable. He, He has this baby face to him. The facial expressions he was making during that promo. It almost looked like he wanted to laugh during it. Like he was holding back a smile. And he just doesn't sound like a tough guy. It sounded like he was reading from cue cards. Like somebody was holding cue cards in front of him and telling him what to say. So I I, I didn't think it was very believable. I think with him joining the judgment day, I think he might be booked better and maybe look stronger as a heel. Because I don't think him being booked as a heel and being alone would work out. Because that promo alone, it was pretty bad. But I think having Rhea Ripley, Damian Priest, and Finn Balor by his side and a decent storyline could get Dominic Mysterio over as a heel. Now, keep in mind, this is his first time being a heel in WWE. So obviously he needs more work. This was his first promo as a heel. So maybe as time goes on, he will get better over time. Honestly, I think if I was booking this, if, I, if my plan was to book Dominic Mysterio as a heel at some point in his career, I would have him go back to NXT. He was never in NXT, but I'm saying I would put him down in NXT and have him work as a heel so that he can build up and learn and become better. I will say I like the storyline. I like the Rey Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio storyline. I like the Judgment Day storyline. It's pretty decent. It's interesting. You know, Edge getting involved, beating the hell out of Dominic trying to take out Judgment Day. It's a good storyline. And I'm hoping that as time goes on, Dominic will get better as a heel. We could see Dominic progress each week on Monday Night Raw. I'm hoping his promo skills get better. Because let's be honest, the whole time, Dominic has been on Monday Night Raw, how often do you see him cut a promo? Never. Very rarely have we seen him cut a promo as a babyface even. So I don't think that Dominic is very comfortable cutting promos because of this. I mean, he was a babyface that whole time. We've rarely ever seen him cut a promo. We've seen Rey Mysterio cut promos with him but never Dominic so maybe that's what Dominic lacks his promo skills but hopefully with him being booked with the judgment day maybe he will improve and maybe he can bounce back from that horrible promo he cut Monday he definitely needs work If anything, they should have him, you know, stay away from the promos for a while, and just focus on in-ring and maybe maybe work on promos, you know, backstage, until he feels comfortable doing doing so. He doesn't need repackages as a heel. He just needs work. And like I said, he definitely seemed like he was uncomfortable. And I think him having that baby face look to him that, you know, that when people see him, they, I think they still see that little kid from years ago in WWE. So I think that has much to do with him getting over as a heel. Because to be the part, you have to look the part. And Dominic just, just he doesn't look like a heel. You know, um, Rey Mysterio. You know, when he was, was younger in WCW, he could look like a hill. And he, play, he played a whale hill in WCW. But I'm sure Ray also had, you know, some work before that. And I think that's what they need to do with Dominic. You know, take him down to NXT, have him learn, and then come back. And I think that, that will be his, um, I think that would be his decent run as a hill. Learning from, you know, the guys down at NXT. Because NXT is, is like a developmental brand anymore. And you know, it's a brand itself, but it's basically like, you know, the FCW back then. In my opinion. But hopefully they could do something. Speaking of repackaging. Ezekiel may be gone from WWE. We may be getting Elias back from the latest rumors that I've seen. Which makes completely sense as to why Kevin Owens took out Ezekiel. And we haven't seen Ezekiel on TV since. It makes perfect sense because he could be repackaged as Elias. As I've said before, I never thought Elias should have been taken off of TV. I never thought he should have been given a new gimmick. I thought his gimmick was was perfect, but I thought his booking was bad. He should have been booked better. But again, that was a Vince problem. Obviously, Triple H might like the Elias character, so we could see Elias back in WWE. And I'm excited for it. And I hope you are, too, because, like I said, Elias should have never been given that Ezekiel gimmick. It was entertaining, but for, you know, the last few weeks that it was going on, it has gotten stale. So we could be getting Elias back. That's just a rumor. I don't know if it's true. But from the way things are looking, it definitely makes sense. You know, Kevin Owens taking taking Ezekiel out, We haven't heard an update on Ezekiel, when he'll return. We haven't heard anything. So it definitely makes sense. Think of it as Kevin Owens taking on Ezekiel. Think of it as Ezekiel's send-off. Now we get Elias back. And now Elias could be booked better under Triple H. And finally get a decent push because I've always thought Elias was a decent heel. He was even a good babyface. He's somebody the crowd can get behind. He's very over with the crowd, whether he's a baby face, whether he's a heel. He got the Ezekiel gimmick over. Some people loved it, you know. But If he's going to be a character, if he's going to have any gimmick, it needs to be Elias, where he started. You know, give him time to grow his beard back out. Don't give him that fake beard they had a month ago. Give him his real beard, give him his guitar, and have him perform and give us Elias back. The Ezekiel gimmick was okay. I didn't really care for it. But I've seen why it was over. I've seen why the fans like it. But there's only so much they could do with a character like that before it becomes still. There's only so much they could do before the crowd just gets restless and they just don't care. And they reject it. And I think as long as that Ezekiel character went on, I think the, you know, everybody would just get tired of it. Like I said, the last few weeks that character was going on, it, it just kind of got silly. In my opinion, Kevin Owens basically carried that feud, and he carried it as far as he could, and he made it entertaining. But I think if Ezekiel was feuding with anybody else, I think it would be less entertaining. That's just me. What are your thoughts? Do you want to see Elias back? What are your thoughts on Ezekiel? Did you like the character? Again, follow me at AustinBoyer25. I want to hear your thoughts, guys. But I hope you enjoyed tonight's episode. I will be back next Monday for a new episode. Again, guys, check out the Newsly app and use my promo code. That's WrestlingWO. So please sign up for Newsly. But thank you guys for listening. Check out, make sure you check out the podcast I listed in the beginning of this episode. And have a blessed day. Good night, guys and take care.